This episode was recorded on the homelands of the Darawal, Alari, and Wadiwadi peoples. We pay respects to the elders past and present and recognise this always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. I definitely have a very tough skin. If this goes wrong, then what else can we do? Look, you can't hide from the eyes of the Lord. Because people always tell me to think about what I say, think what I'm saying before I say it, but it sucks, I just say what I want. Welcome back to the best podcast in town, Real FM. I'm your host, Jacob, and today's show is going to be an absolute banger. In this episode of Real FM, you'll be listening to three conversations. One convo of when someone met their idol, a convo with two cheeky buddies and their talents of making art, and a convo with a superstar in the making. So, first up on the mic is someone pretty close to me. Her name is Bella, and she'll be chatting to Beyond Empathy Mental, Shanice. Jacob, did you fall off the roof? No, I'm joking, he's not on the roof. <laughs> no, would have put it past him. Oh, What's your name? Bella. Oh, yes. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 17. A few weeks ago, I came up to you and I was like, oh, yeah, what are you passionate about? And you're like, oh, what did you say first? You said something about TV shows. And then you're like, oh, yeah, um, and Jess Mowboy. What was that about? I love Jess. I always grew up listening to her music, but I never actually saw her live till 2021. That literally changed my life, literally. Was that? Well, I got there and I wasn't expecting anything. I was like the first one to buy something. You were lining up to get merch? Yeah. And so I got, to, I got to meet a manager and everything. It was so cool. Her manager took a photo of me, took it to her backstage, and she put it on her story. And she, like, tagged me in it and everything. So ever since then, I, I can message her whenever I want. I could message her right now if I wanted to. How important is it for someone that you think so highly of to um, think of you in that sort of way? Whenever I am down, like about myself, I can always put her music on, always. Her music has helped me through a lot. Like I can relate to pretty much every single song. It always makes me feel better. What's one that has had the most impact on you? There's one called Beautiful. It's like a reminder that you are beautiful, like the way you are. Yeah. Yeah. I started playing netball when I was about, when I was in year three. I still play netball to this day. From last year, I was the longest lasting member of the club. Like, how did you get into doing netball? So like in year three? My two older sisters played netball. Like I just loved to sit there and watch. Like I'd always just sit there or I'd keep score for them or something. Like I always just loved it. So they put me in and like, She was my first coach, like Katie was my first coach and everything. I was very mean to her. (laughs) But she made me run a lot of laps. What made you determine to stick with netball? Because that's a long time to be committed to something. Ever since I started playing, I just loved it. I'm not a competitive person, but once I step on the court, I am a very competitive person. Or like, I don't run anywhere. But once I get on that court, I am running. What would your life be like without netball? I actually don't know. I don't just play netball. I I coach and umpire as well. So on a Saturday, my days is just netball. Because I just went up a level before the 
season ended too. Well, there's like a starter level that's more where you have like a runner with you. So they kind of like stand by your side. They just teach you what to do. Yeah, and then the things that you're doing wrong and be like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. To go up from, because I'm level one now, to go up from a level one to a level two, you have to umpire a couple senior games. And I'm like, man. Damn. They can get very violent sometimes, actually. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I definitely have a very tough skin when it comes to netball. Yeah. I grew up with, you know, Tyrese and Tyler and Cohen. I grew up with them always being at my house. How does that make you a better person um, in terms of having those guys around? They keep me in line. They definitely do. They always know what I'm up to and I don't know how they know, but they do. (laughs) I don't know how they find it out. I think they're driving around in the car following me around or something. Put drones after you. Yeah, 100% they do. But they're all like brothers, really. Even if I told them all the f*** off, if I didn't talk to them for months, and then I called them one night and be like, I need you, they'd be there in a heartbeat. I know they would be. They would be. That's so beautiful to hear that, to have your circle of friends, just to be um, that loyal and trustworthy to you. Like, yeah. That's bloody special, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. Man, that makes me so happy. Oh. A true legend. Bella has a big heart and looks out for others. Next up, a good mates, Ben and Lucas, who don't usually come to the Ethy, but wanted to visit and share some good vibes. Who do we got on the mic? I'm Lucas. And I'm Ben. You're Ben. I thought you were. I'm Ben. Who are you again? Wait, that's Ben over there too. Yeah, hey, I'm Ben. Oh, yep, there's Ben. Hold on, what's going on? We're all Ben. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, how old are you guys? I'm 21. I'm 21. So, you came here tonight and did a lovely thing for us that we're bloody grateful for. Um, What did you do? Some of the kids here were showing us around. They were giving us a tour and we were basically filming, allowing the audience to feel like they're really here. Ooh. Uh, Lucas, what were you doing? Oh, I played some, recorded some bass in the music lab they got over there. It's so. really good. It's pretty pretty soundproof. Yeah. Really yeah. I was stalking you because I was like watching the TV from the other room. Yeah, so you thought you were alone jamming, but I, I could see you jamming. Look, you can't hide from the <laughs> eyes of the law. Um, I mean, in this case, the law is my eyes. But... Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. For both of you, like, what's something that you really enjoy? I really like playing music. Uh, especially with other people, that's that's always good. Like getting all on the, on the same beat, same rhythm. How did you first start playing music? Um, well, my parents put me in piano lessons, as, like when I was like five or something. But then I kind of I got bored of that. I didn't want to play the sheet music that they gave us. But they forced but, you to do it for entertainment. For them. oh yeah, I was dead. that was a little monkey kid. Uh, play play Elton John. I'll go ba 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 ba. In high school, you know, I was messing around with the guitar and then I picked up a bass and that was kind of, that was, that was it, you know. Uh, played bass, I joined the high school band, bands, both the jazz band and the concert band, that was really good. But without that band, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have been even 
any, anything music, you know. Weekly practice, like just the consistency of it, I wouldn't have been able to like keep it up, I don't think, by myself. You really connect with it, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I, I really like that kind of funk music and... How, how do you connect to it? Do you plug it into the, like where do you plug it in? Like in your mouth or something? <laughs> no, not the mouth. Um, it's a bit lower. It's the the bass. Oh um, right, yeah, because it's not treble. No, it's not treble. It's 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 just all about the bass. Oh, my um, God. oh okay. Yeah, the bass. I see. Yeah. No, no treble. <laughs> so that. So do you think that really made you connect with it? Like helped you? Yeah, it definitely. You know, it made me feel closer to the amp. I, I feel tethered to it almost. <laughs> <laughs> ben, um, what about you? What's um, something that makes you real happy? Kind of like the whole filmmaking progress. You yeah. know, um, I had a bit of a background in acting and then, um, you know, I was a really big fan of writing as well, but I really like cameras as well. And so you put them all together, get filmmaking. Filmmaking is, a, is an art that is like unlike any other. It's so intrinsic and it's so interesting and there's so many ways you can explore it. Yeah, and, and different ways you can tell stories that you wouldn't have been able to otherwise. It's a very unique medium and it can leave an impact on you. What's something that has stuck with you, like in terms of films? I'd say on the more filmmaking side, I think what really sticks with me, I've shot a few films with friends and, you know, I'm constantly writing films and planning to shoot films and whatever. Each one, it's just so, it, the experience is so unique and on set, it's like no other. Everyone becomes a family. You either really love each other and you, know, you get great bonds or you'll want to rip each other's throats out by any of it. You can plan everything down to the last, I don't know, screw on yep. the camera yep. or whatever and it can still go wrong yep. and you always are forced to think on your feet and you learn not just, you know, more about the filmmaking progress and the others around you but about yourself as well. It's a beautiful thing that you can watch media that people have put either tons of hours or a little bit of effort in or whatever you want to call it and still take something great away from it and you know thank god for subtitles and whatnot because you can watch more movies around the world and right. get a different perspective on things. I'm just going to pipe in and say if you can hear any background noise it's because we're on the closing shift at um, the youthy. Uh, no. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> no, don't worry. It's, yeah, don't do not worry at all. Yeah, like creating a film, it does build up that sort of resilience, right? Like you just always think of like, if this goes wrong, then what else can we do? And like always like thinking about like the next bloody step ahead. Making a movie, what's what's something you came up? Um, with? Something I came up with. Yeah, the, the sound guy will always take longer than he should. Or they should, sorry. For us, it was a guy. Wait, do you mean in terms of recording or in terms Just of... Just in general, yeah. <laughs> you can hear Lucas's bass playing throughout the series. And be sure to check out Ben's film of our tour through the youth centre on Central Youth Services' Facebook page. You might see a familiar face on there. And lastly, Charlie. Charlie is one of a kind guy who is super talented, he'll be talking smack with Shanice. Oh. I can, I can hear myself. You can? Yep. Who do we got on the mic? Uh, I'm Chuck D. What's your name? Chuck D. Chuck D? Chuck D chucked a pizza out the window? <laughs> yeah, my name's actually Charlie. Oh, yes. Hey. How old are you, Charlie? 
Um, 14. What's something that gives you a lot of happiness? Good at watching TV. Oh, you are? Yeah? Yeah, I'm really good at it, you know. Uh, sit on my fat ass. No. Do you go on the floor as well? Not a massive fan of the floor. It's kind of hard. I don't oh, find yeah. it that comfortable to sit on, you know. My favourite way to watch TV, I've got this fancy gaming chair. I've got this other table, right? It's just got my CDs and shit on it, but I've got this spot pushed out for my feet to sit at. You just sit oh. there with your legs up, and I've got this, like, curved monitor. Sit there, oh. and I'm just, like, got Cartman yelling at me on my TV. <laughs> it's not really a TV. It's, it's on my laptop, but, you know. You yeah, know, same, same. In terms of you as a person, right? The first time I met you, you just full on were like, oh, hey, how's it going? And I was like, Are you mocking me? No. Oh, I can't do it. I, I'm bad at impersonations. Hello? Hello? Are you mocking me? <laughs> I'm not mocking Hey, 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 I'm not mocking you. <gasps> I do sound like that, actually. I know. <laughs> you were very open to me. You were willing just to talk Yeah, I love talking shit. That's what I do. <laughs> No filter, yeah? No, no filter whatsoever. I don't give a f I'll say anything, man. I don't know. As a kid, I was really... It wasn't really quiet, but I was a lot more controlled. And I guess I get sick of that, you know, man? Because people always tell me to think about what I say. Think what I'm saying before I say it. But it f sucks. I just say what I want. And I feel like it's not my real personality if I'm thinking too much about what I'm saying. I feel like creating a filter for what you're saying is more, it's dumbing down your personality, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. One of the first things as well when I met you, tell me that you make music. Where did you learn how to do that sort of stuff? I started playing guitar when I was like six. Um, I had this little acoustic guitar from Kmart, right? Yeah. And my mum got me guitar lessons. Because I think she'd seen some in the news about how much money you can make from playing guitar. And she's like, holy shit, this is going to be awesome. Great <laughs> career for my kid. And I'm like, fuck it, I like guitar. So I start learning guitar. Uh, and I've had like 15 different guitar teachers, man. Guitar teachers are always quitting and stuff. So it's... Interesting. It's hard to find. Having so many different teachers in that. Like, how did... Do you find the motivation to keep on? Because I like doing it. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Yeah. I don't have one at the moment as well because I just got sick of finding new ones every five minutes. Yep. So I teach. I just completely teach myself now. But at the same time, it's it's a lot better to just teach yourself because you, you find your own style as well a lot faster. Because it's... Yeah, there's so many different styles out there, isn't there? Yeah. And it's like... So one, many different ways to play. Yeah. If you're teaching yourself, you've got to make sure that you, you stay on the flow, man. You mm. practice. Mm. I know it sounds lame, but it's like, if you don't practice, you're not going to get anywhere mm. at all. That's it. Yeah. Because it definitely comes down to that drive and, like, the determination of, like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Mm. What do you enjoy about making music? I love writing country music. Wait, what? It's hilarious. <laughs> oh it's God. so fun. I would never... <laughs> listen to country music but i love making it you just it's so fun just to make whatever yeah like it, it doesn't even have to be serious music like i think the first time i actually like sat down and recorded a song was w.pwn that song is dog and i'm not just saying that because i'm like oh i was young at the time it's so bad it was purposely terrible. We made like an entire album, 13 track album out on Spotify right now, Keep Left by Red Panda Guy 4. 
um, we went absolutely viral in Finland with a single for our new album, which should be coming out um, probably never. <laughs> um, what about? Let's do this one then. The truth and the lie. You know that game? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Two truths and a lie. Yeah. So just so do I? Do I just? Go- and I'll try and guess to see which one. Okay. <laughs> I'm allergic to my own cat. I own five bowling balls that are currently sitting under my bed. <laughs> and I have more than 25 drink bottles in my room. <laughs> They're all true. None of them are lies. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the bowling ball one. That was a lie. <laughs> You're allergic to your cat and you don't have bowling balls in your room. Yes. I also like pasta. Oh, yeah. Pizza, pasta, put it in a box, deliver it to my house. And <laughs> donkey or something. <laughs> the donkey, though. Donkey. Donkey. So anyone listening is just unbelievably confused as to yeah, what happened to that poor donkey. I'm very confused. Yeah. Um, but that's definitely, yeah, I definitely agree with that thought right there, Charlie. Yeah, we yeah. got to do that. Yeah. Just wanted to say that no donkeys were harmed in the making of this podcast series. And also, quick update on youthy drop-in services. That is now on a Wednesday from 3 to 6 and Friday 3 to 8 where we will be having the free pizza. Thank you for listening to Real FM. The people who made today's episode are myself, Jacob, Bella, Ben, Lucas, Charlie, Shanice, Chris, Elias, Dan, Emma and Valentina. The music you heard in today's podcast is from the artists Chris D'Souza, Ben Goodie, Lucas Yule and Kevin McLeod. Thank you to the gang at Central Youth Services for being our proud partners on this project and offering a space where Real FM was made. Real FM and the Kaima Resilience Project is funded through the Youth Opportunities Grant by Regional New South Wales. Real FM, where it doesn't get any realer than this. Over and out.